Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian Tripp. Hello and welcome in to another episode of Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. I'm Brian Tripp, your host, and joining me on this week's episode, a pair of Penn State men's volleyball players heading into their third season with the program. Owen Rose and Ryan Merck, both coming off All-American seasons a season ago when Penn State had all seven of its starters receive All-American honors. The team went all the way to the national semifinals, and then these two individuals built on their collegiate success during the year and represented Team USA with the U21 team over the course of the summer. So we'll talk about their experiences here at Penn State, but also what they were able to accomplish while representing their country and all the great places neither of them had ever been out of the country before this experience this summer. So we want to dive into that. Oh, by the way, they're roommates and best friends. So you know we got some really good stories here. Owen and Ryan, this week's guests from Men's Volleyball on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Ryan, Owen, really appreciate the time. Thanks for doing this today. Thank you so much yeah. for having us. Appreciate it. All right. We want to talk about your volleyball careers, what you have going on here at Penn State, coming off just an awesome redshirt freshman season for each of you as you head into your third seasons at Penn State, and then the experience you had playing with Team USA over the summer. But I think on these podcasts, what we want to do first is get to know your story and how you ended up here in Happy Valley. So, Ryan, we'll start with you. How did you end up here at Penn State? So, I went through the recruiting process, and what I remember was day one – um, being allowed to talk to coaches. I got a text from Coach Pav, first thing, first coach. And ever since then, um, me and Coach Pav's relationship has been great. And when I came on my visit here, uh, I loved it. Loved the guys, loved our like the chemistry I could see from being on my visit. And I haven't looked back since then. Owen, oh, same question. Uh, well, it's a little different for me. Uh, Merck has more of a conventional route but uh, I'd played baseball growing up my whole life pretty much and I didn't really start thinking about playing volleyball until my junior year of high school uh, I didn't start playing club until my 17th year so a little late um, but Jack Driscoll who graduated last year is another guy from Long Island um, so him and my club coach had talked to Colin pretty much and was just like hey like there's this kid who plays volleyball from Long Island give him a shot or whatever and then Colin called me the next day, and the rest is history, so yeah. When did you first, what was your first volleyball game, first match, when, when did you start playing at all? Uh, I played in middle school, like eighth grade, but that was just kind of keeping me out of trouble a little bit, not not really taking it serious, uh, but then uh, junior year was when I first played club, and that's kind of when I took volleyball a little serious. With your size, did you play basketball at all? Yeah, I played basketball, volleyball, baseball throughout high school. Um, baseball was really what I was good at for the most part definitely a pitcher if I had to guess yeah yeah definitely Ryan any other sports for you growing up yeah um I played baseball um basketball football I was a quarterback my grade school team and um I mean I've been playing sports my whole life it's been the main thing um throughout my life like I I'd say I'm very competitive um I take any sport I play super seriously. I mean, if we're playing pickup basketball, I'll take that super seriously. Like I'm trying to win no matter what. So 
Were you yeah. a dual threat quarterback? What What was oh, your mo? Yeah, dual threat. I mean, <laughs> I was I was like basically a running back with how much they ran me, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, but I had an arm too. So that's good. That's good. I want to ask you guys. It doesn't have to be a volleyball athlete. Who is your favorite athlete to watch across all sports? What do you think, O? <laughs> that is a tough question on the spot. Favorite athlete, current athlete, or all time? You can go either way. I'm not going to okay. be picky. Well, right now I'd say the, what I'm looking most forward to and like to, to watching is uh, Justin Fields, Chicago Bears quarterback. Supposedly could be really good this year. The past couple seasons he's shown little parts of – um, being really good, but I'm excited to watch him this year. He's going with the hometown guy. Yeah, yeah I think I might have to do the same. Uh, being a baseball fan from New York, uh, Pete Alonzo on the Mets. Uh, he's a great player to watch when he's healthy, but then also he does a lot of give back to the community and stuff, so that's probably a good good player to look up to. Do you and Coach Pavlik talk about baseball a lot? Yeah, yeah. Before every practice, he walks around and <laughs> will talk to us and will throw jabs at the Mets or whatever, <laughs> any chance he can get. You um, could give those jabs right back to him, too, as a huge <laughs> Pirates fan. Exactly. You know, Ryan, you talked about being super, super competitive. I think, and Owen, you can probably talk about this, too. The position you play, to be a libero, that's got to be the best asset that you could have to play that position in the sport. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree because you got to be able to back all these big guys up and make sure we're all staying locked in. Especially if I gotta dig balls against six ten guys like Owen, you gotta be ready and you gotta you gotta want the ball. You gotta want to dig it. Yeah, something that we had seen a lot towards the end of the year last year, and then uh, over the summer with USA is just people not wanting to serve him. Um, so I think just being who he is, you just get mad at it. I mean, it's a sign of respect, but just he just wants the ball, and then whenever he gets a chance to to touch it, he just. That's what he needs to do. I want to talk about last season a little bit, and then we'll get into what you did over the summer, and then we'll talk about what's coming up when we get to spring 2024, which is, is hard to believe, and I'm dating myself by saying that already. It makes mm -hmm. me feel really old. Graduated in 2011. Last season's team, you guys talked about how the culture, you just felt like you're welcomed, how close the team was. I watched Coach's press conference uh, after the national semifinals and, and just how emotional it was. What, what was it about that group in particular, that number one, you were so darn good, but also you were so close as a team because you see a lot of teams and they say, yeah, we're close, we have a great culture, but you guys truly did have that. Yeah, I think part of that has to do with the guys that were here, like the, the type of people they were, it just speaks volumes to that because us coming in as, as freshmen uh, two years ago, um, you know, you got guys like Brett and Fish and Cole all Americans, like they don't need to, to take time out of their day to uh, to welcome us and make sure we got everything we need. But but they did, which meant a lot to us as freshmen. I mean, we didn't really know what to expect coming in, and it's a it's a lot to think about. You know, you have to come in, do school, and then compete on the court and and all that stuff. But um, from day one, then just uh, welcoming us just made us feel so much better. And then you know when when people welcome you like that, you tend to spend more time with them, and then. That's how the bonds bonds build, and for the past last two years, that's kind of what happened. Was just, I mean, they live down the block from us. You just see them every day, want to be with them every day. So, so you guys live together? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> who, who else do you live with? Is it just you two, or our class? So me, Owen, Matt Cosgrove, and Cole Ignazak. And this year, um, now we have Toby Izionu. So 
That's who we're living with. Right this now. is a clean place. Like, well, well, give me, give me the vibe inside where you guys live. Um, it's a fun vibe for sure. We definitely yeah. keep it clean as much as possible. Always clean. Always clean. But I mean, uh, who's like the cook? The cook, Cole. 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 Yeah, Cole. But like I said last year, the seniors had lived literally three houses down. So they would just there was always people over at the house just hanging out and and uh, just good vibes all the time. Yeah. So the vibes were high last season. Yeah. That's why that's why the group was so so close. And, you, and I yeah. think that translates, Ryan, to success then on the court because if you get in a tough moment, you face adversity, you're playing some unbelievable opponents all year long, that's when you can really lean on those relationships that you have. Oh, yeah. And little things like jokes we have off the court that can maybe bring the spirits a little higher in a close game or jokes just in general and good vibes on the court, good vibes off the court, it translates, so... What did it mean to punch back through, get that EIVA championship? But I know then the expectation, the hope is to go all the way and, and win a national championship. And the match against Hawaii was it was an unbelievable match. It could have gone either way. I mean, you guys know from playing the sport, maybe Ryan a little bit longer than Owen. But, you know, sometimes in the sport, it's literally one touch, one call, one swing that, that could make the difference. When you look back on last year, how proud are you of what you accomplished, but also what did you learn from those experiences throughout the year? Yeah, um, as a team, we're definitely insanely proud of our year last year, and winning that EIVA championship was not only amazing for me and Owen, young guys, but to be able to bring it back to Penn State and get our older guys another EIVA championship and to be able to experience the NCAA playoffs with our best friends and to make it to that semifinal match and compete against Hawaii and make it to that fifth set, which could have gone either way, just like you said, and it takes one or two points. And, I mean, it was an amazing experience for everyone. We weren't on the court. We redshirted uh, our freshman year when we lost the EIVAs to Princeton. Um, and we kind of just saw, like, how the guys reacted to it. Everybody was upset for, like, a week. Nobody really, like, like we didn't really hang out with anybody. Kind of just kept to ourselves. And um, vibes were pretty low. Uh, and then so especially us being on the court and knowing um, that all these seniors are best friends and all of them, like, this is their last shot to, to really do something special. Um, it just made us want to play even harder. And then so being able to get that was awesome. And then the NCAA tournaments was kind of just like extra time, extra time to just be with our, be with our friends, compete with each other for the like one last time. I mean, it didn't go the way we wanted to, but much rather have those extra, extra week with the guys than, than not for sure. And then you two couldn't get away from each other. You played <laughs> with the, the U21 yeah. team USA over the course of the summer. Talk to me about first training camp, getting awarded a spot on the team and then what that experience was like for you. So yeah, USA volleyball, I've had some experiences in the past, so I kind of knew a little of how it would be coming in, but it's always, like, first thing, it's a grind. Like, every single day, you have multiple things a day, and for Libero, um, you are competing for one spot, and when there's two, three other Liberos, I mean, that can be tough. We have five days to train, I think four to prove ourselves before the team's named, so you right when you step in, you got to be locked in. You got to be ready to make some plays. You got to prove to not only the coaches but other players that you're that one guy. 
Yeah, it's definitely um, definitely a different environment. I mean, when you're in when you're in the NCAA, you're you're with your team all year round. You you don't have to just jump right in right away. But this is uh, just a group of twenty guys that got put together from all over the country, from all different schools. And like Merck said, you only got f- five days to train, and then four days to really make the team. So it comes down to like seven sessions, and it's not it's not all just about how you play. I mean. They take into account, like, if you treat hotel uh, staff crappy, then it, it doesn't look good. So you got to be on your A game for all aspects of life pretty much when you're there um, because it is such, a, like, a great honor. But, yeah, it's it's a grind for those first couple of days. You're there. You're sore. Everything hurts. I mean, no matter if you've been playing for, for the past year nonstop or you took some time off, your body's going to hurt just because it's a grind. It's taxing physically, mentally. Um, but at the end of the day, it's volleyball. USA is there's no better feeling than that so being a part of the team over the course of the summer what opportunities did that lead to I know you went to Cuba part of the Pan Am Games and won silver what opportunities did you have a part of the team we uh, got to travel to Cuba to uh, participate in the U21 Pan American Cup Challenge with countries from all over North and South America fortunately we did pretty well we got silver unfortunately we lost to Cuba uh, reverse swept in the gold medal match uh, but it was just a great experience to to travel to Cuba. Not many people get get an opportunity to go to Cuba, um, and then especially to do it with one of your best friends is is a real great opportunity. And it was uh, pretty insane for us both. You have you been out of the country before? Yeah, first time for both of us, and to go to Cuba, what an experience! Um, not just volleyball, but um, the surrounding area, a lot different than here, and. Um, just like traveling back from the gym was like an hour drive. And then like you're going to play Cuba in Cuba. You drive an hour. You see like these people going to the our gold medal match. And you're like, you don't know what to expect. Um, and during our games when we're playing Cuba and even like other teams like Guatemala, people are, there's air horns that you've never like heard ever. And like when Owen's going back to serve, people are just blowing these things, and like yeah, that must are be banging on pots and pans, yeah. blowing horns in your ear. It's it's wild. A fun environment to play in, probably. Yes, yes. Yeah. very fun. Except uh, we got up, yeah. we got up two zero on them pretty quick, and uh, nothing's confirmed, but uh, kind of sus- a suspicion that the AC was turned off in the gym uh, once we went up two zero. Yeah, and when that happens, like it is so hot in Cuba, so like passing. You're full of sweat, your arms, and it makes it harder to pass serves. And, yeah, it didn't go our way after that. Obviously, things have changed a bit where there is more access to go to that country, and we've seen more of what their culture is and what living there is like, the food, you know, and there's such a, a rich heritage of that in parts of the United States as well. But describe to me being there, volleyball, out of the picture, just what it was like for that experience to travel to Cuba and, and take in some of that culture. And I know you're there. I know it's a business trip. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it <laughs> is a business trip. But like like Mark said, it was both of our times out of the country, um, our first time out of the country. So uh, we didn't ha- really have anything to compare it to. So a lot of it, which we learned later on the later trips of the summer, maybe weren't uh, status quo with how international travel is works but for us we were like okay like yeah. uh, we really didn't really know what to think of it uh, but it, it is a really beautiful country oh 
and it looks like it's almost stuck in time. Uh, all the buildings, all, all the cars, all that stuff is just like stuck in time where you're driving downtown and it's just these old cars from the seventies that are like, that are just maintained and they drive them around paint chipping off and all that stuff. But it, it really is a, a cool and, and also like a rewarding like feeling almost cause you, you come back appreciating what you have a lot more than before you had left. Ryan, where else did you guys go to compete, travel the rest of the summer? Yeah, so after Cuba, we got to go home for about a week, and then we got flown back out to California, and we had to um, compete and try to make the world championship team. And this is in Anaheim? This is in Anaheim, yes, same spot. Um, And both me and Owen made the world championship roster, and we traveled to Bulgaria for two to three days. Yeah, for like four days, four days, did three friendly matches. Yeah, four days. We played three friendly matches versus Brazil, Bulgaria, and Iran. And then we went from Bulgaria to Istanbul, and then Istanbul to um, Bahrain, where the world championships were held. What did you take, number one, having never been out of the country? Let's just start right here. Having never been out of the country before, and now all of a sudden you're traveling the world, representing your country, playing a sport that you love – what did you take away from the experience? Personally, I just, like, learned to, to take everything in and, you know, kind of go one day at a time because uh, as, as, as much time as we had away, the trips went by really quick. Like, our days were packed, like, not a whole lot of downtime, so you're just moving, moving, moving. Um, so definitely learned to, to just take things in in the moment. Um, we got to do a couple of really cool things. When we were in Bulgaria, we went to uh, downtown Sofia, for the whole morning and just hung out as a team, just walking around uh, Sofia, which is really awesome. But then it's like, at the same time, it's like in two days, I'm going to be playing in the world championships for my country. But it's like, yep. I just want to be able to to take this moment in now and just not worry about what the next couple of weeks have in store and just take this time with, with my, with my guys. Yep. And also like for me, just traveling the country, playing like the sport I love I mean, I, like, took a second, and I was just grateful to see what, like, the sport I love volleyball could do for me. I'm traveling, representing USA, like he said, with my best friend, and being able to represent USA in the best way possible. Representing Team USA, but also representing Penn State, and I guess this may also play a a factor in your successes, not only as a team, but as individuals. How comforting is it to have and know that you're going about this business with someone that you're so close with in the relationship that you guys have together where that can help bring that familiarity may help bring out the best in each of you. Yeah. I think, I think that that helps a lot when, when we're still in Anaheim uh, in those, in those training sessions. Cause like Rick said, he's competing for a spot, just one spot with three other guys. So you, you're going to overanalyze every little thing you do, which is just a natural part of, of sports and, and competition um and I mean I do it as well uh I think that like knowing I have him there just to like double check myself and like he like to reassure each other and back each other up and like keep keep everybody's spirits high um that's that's really important and something I was grateful to have because there's there's a bunch of kids there who are there by themselves or nobody else from their school or from their areas there so uh to have somebody that that's kind of like backing you up and, and on your side as well it's definitely a confidence booster for sure. Yeah, and also, like, bringing ideas and just, like, 
cult like the culture we have here, things we know, how good a team can be and how close we can get, like bring those ideas to the gym and when we make the team, you know, try to uh get these like everyone on the same page almost in the Penn State way we do it. How do you bring then some of those experiences, marry it with the experiences you've had here as you guys get back in the gym here on campus in the fall, fall semester is underway, looking ahead to what you're going to do in 2024? Going and playing all these teams from around the world, you see a different type of volleyball, and um, you can bring that to this gym, like different um, styles of play, like like serving, like where we played, everyone was float serving, and you don't really see that in college volleyball. So for that, for example, you bring float serving into our gym and see how, if that works and whatnot. Americans are just taught to play volleyball differently than the rest of the world. Um, so like Rick said, there was a lot that, that we saw out there that we had never seen before. It was our first time seeing it. Um, some things that other teams were very successful in and some things that they weren't as successful in. But there's definitely ways to, to bring it back to our gym and, and kind of just build build everybody's, like, toolbox a little bit, toolkit, and just try and just give everybody the resources that they need and everything that we've seen, um, whether they use it or not, whether it works for them or not, just making sure it's available to everybody. And get back on campus and then, oh, yeah, by the way, get to be recognized in front of 110,000 <laughs> people on the football field yeah. on Saturday night. That was really cool. That was awesome. Yeah, that's that's definitely doesn't happen uh, too often, so very cool. And for our new uh, freshmen coming in to see that, that was an awesome experience for them. Or they've talked just great things about it. So Yeah, I mean, it was their f first football game here yeah. at Penn State and uh, get to go down the field at halftime. And not, not, not too many people can say that about their first Penn State football game. So cool for them. Absolutely awesome. And a great way to wrap this up. Fellas, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing your stories about how you got here and then also a little bit about your summer. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you.